to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, what's going on? Welcome to Mind Your Hormones. I'm excited to talk to you about today's episode. Today's episode? I'm excited to talk to you about today's topic as per usual. I'm literally just obsessed with this platform. I love it so freaking much. Um, As usual these days, I have my co-host Madison with me. If you are new around here, that's my daughter. She is eight weeks old as of today um, and she's in my little Solly baby wrap. She does make some grunt noises and things. So if you hear that, that's what's going on. Um, but we are talking about placenta encapsulation and I'm so excited about it because I personally love it and definitely recommend it. I am going to go through like my experience with it. Honestly, I did this without like a ton of research because I talked to my doula about it and my doula was like, definitely do it. It just made sense to me. Like it made complete sense to me to do this. Um, but I did look up some research articles to include in this, some information that I found and read in a book, um, and stuff. So I'll put all the links for that below in case you're someone who wants like dive deeper into the actual research of it. But what we're talking about is placenta encapsulation. So there are a few different ways that you could do this. Some people literally just eat their placenta. That was a little too crunchy granola for me. Like I am all about natural things. Okay. I am like all about it. Okay. You already know that obviously, you know, the vibe, but eating it like with just like a fork or a knife or whatever, like I, that's too much for me. Okay. If that's not too much for you when you do that, like kudos to you, whatever floats your boat. But for me, that was too much. So I did placenta encapsulation, which is more common. And this is where they encapsulate it into like, you know, like a a capsule, like you have like your supplements, your prenatals or whatever. Um, so that's personally what I did. Now there are, I'm going to talk about the pros, the cons, stuff like that, but I'm going to talk about my personal experience with it first, and then we will get into that. Um, so for me, the person that I went through, I had a doula, um, which is like a labor coach. If you're unfamiliar with what a doula is, they're different from a midwife. A midwife can actually deliver your baby. A doula is like coaching you through the process. It increases your chances of having a natural vaginal labor. It increases your chances of going on Medicaid. If that's something that you want, it decreases chance of C-section, all that stuff. Um, so I worked with a doula. She was actually on the podcast uh, a couple episodes ago. We talked all about my unmedicated births. It was so good. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and take a listen. But she recommended the person to me who she's worked with before with other clients to encapsulate the placenta. And the overall idea of it is that your your placenta is what really produces hormones as you're pregnant. So it really helps you balance your hormones postpartum because you're essentially eating the, your hormones, right? That that are still in your placenta, plus the blood flow, the iron levels, all of that, which we're going to get into. Um, but the woman that I worked with to encapsulate it had two different options for it. She was like, I could encapsulate them raw, like, you know, just the raw placenta, or I could encapsulate it cooked more of a traditional Chinese medicine, um, standpoint where she like cooked it up with, um, lemon and ginger. So it was more, 
more geared towards traditional Chinese medicine philosophies. And I chose that option because another thing that's with TCM, which is traditional Chinese medicine, it's just too hard to say that over and over. So I'm just going to say TCM. Um, one of their, you know, uh, principles for postpartum is to have as much cooked food as possible to warm the body up after, you know, giving birth and after releasing so much blood and losing so much blood and like having essentially like a hole there, like in order to help healing, they really recommend having warming cooked foods as much as possible. So I wanted to do that with my placenta instead of having it raw. So I chose to do option cooked. I don't know if that will be an option for you with whoever you're going with, but that is just something I want to share with you because that's what I chose to do. And for me, um, so when I delivered, obviously I delivered the placenta. I didn't even feel it. So really quick, once I delivered the baby, they were like, okay, we have to deliver the placenta. I was like, is this going to hurt? And my doula was like, Corinne, you just had the baby unmedicated. Like you're literally not even going to feel this. I was like, okay, cool. Literally, I literally didn't feel it. It just fully came out. I didn't even look at it though. So I wish I did look at it um, just to like see what it looked like. I was just like, obviously so... I had the baby on my chest. We were doing skin to skin. We did skin to skin for like over an hour. I breastfed her immediately after. That would be a whole nother story. I'm doing a whole nother podcast episode on like our breastfeeding journey. But the point is I was just so obviously consumed with having Madison on me and like, holy shit, I just did this. Oh my God. I didn't even look at the placenta, but I wish I did. So if you are pregnant and you are going to, you know, want to do this, I really would recommend looking at it just because I'm, unless like you don't want to do that, but I really wish I did. Anyway, point is, didn't even feel it come out, but once it came out, um, waited to cut the cord, I have other episodes on that, like delayed cord clamping. Once that was done, they put it on ice in a cooler and then, um, Chris brought it down and my, um, we texted the woman who was doing the encapsulation for us, told her like when I gave birth and she was like, okay, I'll be there in you know, X amount of time. She knew like we gave her heads up, like, Hey, I'm in labor. She knew my due date, all that stuff. So she came, she picked it up. It was on ice. And then she delivered the capsules back to me the next day, the very next day they were done. Um, and the thing with this is why obviously you have to work with someone to do this. She told me the amount to take when to take it, like the proper way to do it. So for me, um, she said to do two at each meal, like two with breakfast, two with lunch and two with like a snack, not to do it at night. Um, there was like a whole bunch of directions on the sheet. I don't even want to go into it. It's going to be different for everybody. I'm assuming, but the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I ended up not doing it that way. I ended up doing, um, really only two a day. I was doing the six a day and it felt like too much for me. Um, I don't know. I just, it felt like I, I just intuitively was like, I don't want to take that money at once. I, I need to scale it back. So for a while I then did four a day, like two in the morning, two in the afternoon. And then I scaled back to doing one in the morning, one in the afternoon, which actually I liked it better that way because it wasn't as much at once and it prolonged me taking it. Um, by doing it that way. So that was kind of just like an intuitive thing I did. But if you are going to encapsulate your placenta, the person that does it for you is going to give you directions of how to take it. Um, so what I think is my personal experience is that it 100% helped like research aside, it absolutely helped me because if you are familiar, I talked about this in the first episode back from maternity of like just life update, which we'll link below. Um, the first week postpartum was really difficult from an emotional standpoint. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with the term baby blues, but I absolutely had that. Okay. I was hysterically crying, um, at like five o'clock at night. And I was thinking about this on my walk yesterday because I knew I was going to be talking about it today. 
a lot of times the people I've talked to, because when this was happening, obviously I reached out to my sister who had a baby. I reached out to all my friends. I was like, guys, this happened to you. Like, what is going on? And they were like, yes, like this is so, so normal. I reached out to my mentor and she was like, this happened to me for two weeks. And then right after that two week mark, it completely went away. Um, every single person I talked to was like, this happened to me for two weeks. One of my friends said it happened for her for three weeks and then it stopped. Uh, for me, it happened only one week and not even every single day that week. So I know this placenta encapsulation helped because it was like uh, this crazy drop in your hormones that you experience after giving birth is absolutely insane because like I said, you deliver the placenta and that's where all your hormones are. So now you have an insane drop of everything and you feel that shit. Like it really felt like I was also anxious. I'm not going to get into it because I talked about this in the other episode, so go and listen to that episode. But the point of me saying this now is that those the encapsulation of the placenta 100% helped me because I only cried five nights that week. There were two nights. So I had Madison on Monday, that Tuesday sobbing. I think maybe the Wednesday. I don't remember the exact days, but from Tuesday to Sunday, I cried five five nights. So there were two times added there that I did not cry. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. So five nights out of that first week, I was sobbing. One night, it was literally like two hours straight. It was insane. I felt super anxious. Like it was just wild. And then it completely stopped. And I started taking the placenta um, the day, not even the day after I gave birth, because I think she delivered it maybe at night. So I started taking it uh, two days after giving birth. And obviously it started making a difference because from when I started taking the placenta encapsulation, I think there was only maybe two or three times that I cried and then it was com- uh, completely gone. And that's th- that's not just because of the encapsulated placenta. That's also because I know how to support my hormones. Obviously, sleep was not, not happening. So like obviously I recommend sleep-free hormones, but that shit ain't happening in newborn days. Um, but like I know how to prepare my meals to balance my blood sugar and things like that that obviously do support as well. But I know this was a huge factor in it because it makes so much sense. Okay, I just quickly mentioned this in the episode, but I wanted to expand on it because it's that important. And obviously, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you are currently pregnant or you're in the trying to conceive process. And if you are either of those people and you are curious about proper supplementation of making sure that you are having a high quality prenatal, then this is what you want to listen to. So unfortunately, doctors will prescribe prenatals that I've seen from my clients that are literally mind blowing to me that a doctor would actually prescribe it with, first of all, how low level of nutrients are actually in it. The fillers that are in there of like red dyes and sterates and soybean oils and all this shit. I'm like, what is actually happening? Um, you know, the, the prenatals that you go into the drugstore and you can get, like, it's just not a vibe. And obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you're someone who wants to do as much as you possibly can to not only support yourself, but to support the environment that your baby is going to grow in or the environment your baby is currently growing in or to help support yourself postpartum and needed is a supplement company that I am absolutely obsessed with. I felt an immediate difference in my energy levels when I started taking them. I was taking a different prenatal and I switched to this one before I was pregnant. Um, I always recommend taking a prenatal vitamin at least six months before starting to conceive. So I was personally doing that with a different prenatal at first. And then I switched to this one and I felt a distinct difference in my energy. One of my clients actually just messaged me. She's in my uh, first trimester program and she was like, 
like I switched to the needed prenatal. And even though first trimester, I'm so exhausted, I feel a difference in energy and it's helping me like get through the day and help get through work. So, I mean, obviously it does so much more than support your energy, but the reason why it is supporting your energy is because it has nutrients that are in optimal levels. They're not just at the bare minimum level to help prevent birth defects and like the RDA recommended daily allowance, which is complete bullshit. It's not enough whatsoever. Um, so not only is it helping with your energy levels, but it's doing that because it's giving you nutrients that are in such an abundant amount that it's able to support your pregnancy, your hormones, your skin, all of this as, as a byproduct of it, because your body isn't going to give you excess energy if it doesn't have enough nutrients to support your vital organs and things that you need to actually keep you alive. Your energy is just an extra little thing. So we want to take nutrients in a big enough amount where then we do have good skin too. We do have good energy and we have enough nutrients to to fully support and nourish baby as well as us. And this is where needed needed comes in. Um, so whether you are already taking a supplement, whether you're not yet, I really, really encourage you to check out thisisneeded.com. And look, there's so many different um, supplements on there. It's not just about prenatal. There's um, omegas, there's choline, there's vitamin D, there's iron. Like there's so many supplements on there that are really, really important during pregnancy and postpartum and preparing for pregnancy. And what I love about needed is they are also also really big on educating. So they teach you why each each nutrient, each mineral that is actually in the prenatal, why it's important, what it does in your body for you and what it does for baby. So dive in. I'm obsessed. Go to thisisneeded.com. Use code Corinne at checkout to get a discount. If you have any questions about it at all, just let me know. Um, I know you're going to be obsessed with this. Like, you know, I don't talk about products unless I personally use them and I vet them and I not only support the actual product, but the people behind the product because I'm not going to support a brand that I don't use, that I don't respect, that I don't have similar values to. So go check it out. This is needed.com. Use code Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E at checkout for a discount. Again, if you have any questions at all, let me know. I cannot wait for you to get your hands on them. Now I'll go into like some of the research for it. This has, by the way, been in traditional Chinese culture for thousands of years. Like this is something they've been doing for so long. This is kind of like a new thing or something that's not really common in America, um, but it's extremely common for thousands of years in other cultures. And there's like anecdotal evidence with it. Um, some people say maybe it's a placebo. Listen, even if it is a placebo, if it helps, like I'm going to do it because feeling so like sad and just crying and feeling anxious, like out of nowhere for quote unquote, no reason was sucked. And it only happened five times for me. Like I'm not doing that for two to three weeks is probably so exhausting and so horrible. And like, I really, my heart goes out to anybody who is experiencing that for longer periods of time. Cause it really is so like debilitating. Cause you, you actually can't control it. Like, it's not like, Oh, stop. Crying. Like you actually can't stop crying. You can't control how you're feeling. It, it's like the most out of control I've ever felt emotionally in my entire life. Um, and that could go on for a really long time. So if this helps, whether it's a placebo or not, if it's going to help it, like, why wouldn't we do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't sure if it was a placebo, great. It still freaking helps. So I don't even care. Um, so anyway, the, the evidence that there is that we do have on, again, this is anecdotal evidence because you know, again, here, they're not going to throw thousands of millions of dollars into researching placenta encapsulation because one only supports women. So they don't care. Um, and number two, a, a lot of people aren't really, not enough people are probably curious about it for them to throw that much money in it research wise, but really it's because it has to do with only women. So they don't care. Um, that's just my opinion. Anyway, here's the, the, uh, the research we do have. 
that it decreases your postpartum mood disorders, which I 100% experience and improves your mood. It improves your mood. This is actually was according to the American Pregnancy Association that placenta encapsulation has demonstrated to assist with mood stabilization through supplementing oxytocin levels. So it actually helps increase your production of oxytocin, which is like your like feeling like lovey hormone. Um, so, and like your, that's like increases when you have sex, when you cuddle, when you breastfeed, things like that. So this helps with that. I absolutely felt this. Like I 100% felt this, um, on a personal level, whatever research could say, whatever it wants. I had only anecdotal, but I absolutely experienced this. Um, so it increases your, it helps improve your mood, increases your production of oxytocin. It decreases in, again, it not saying that it 100% does. This is just what the anecdotal evidence is. It can, um, decrease your stress hormones, It helps restore your iron and mineral levels following all the bleeding after birth. So you do a ton of bleeding after birth. Like think of it as like extremely, extremely, extremely heavy period for like days. And then you're bleeding like consistently, not that heavy, but you're still bleeding consistently for weeks. Okay. And like in the, those first like 48 hours, there will be clots. Like there's a lot of blood that you're losing. It's a real good look. <laughs> like you literally are wearing like a diaper, the biggest pad ever. Like it is just, it's just really something else. Um, but anyway, you're losing a ton of blood. So this can help restore that iron loss that you're taking. Obviously I recommend taking iron as well. Um, I take needed iron because I, I don't love when prenatals have iron within it because it doesn't absorb well with some other nutrients. So I like the needed has the iron separate. So I continued taking my iron. I'm still taking it now um, till I get my iron levels checked. I want to see where I'm at. But anyway, in addition to taking your iron supplementation, this can help restore it because you're essentially like having the blood from the placenta and other minerals is going to really help support you. It helps increase, it can help increase your breast milk production, which I've had an amazing breastfeeding journey. Again, there's so much that goes into it too, but this could definitely have helped it. Um, it helps reduce your bleeding. Um, obviously supports balancing your hormones. Researchers have found that levels of both progesterone and estradiol, estradiol is a type of estrogen, are present at high enough levels that they could cause psycho- physiological effects when consuming the placenta encapsulation. So they found that these hormone levels are at high enough levels in a placenta to actually make a difference in your body. That's what some researchers have found. I'll, again, I'll put the links down to this. Um, Dr. Jolene Brighton also talks about how it can assist your uterus in returning to pre-pregnancy size more quickly, and it increases your energy, which I definitely felt this too, because I'm still not getting sleep, guys. Like I'm getting some sleep, obviously, but like way better than the first few weeks. The first few weeks, I mean, definitely those first two weeks, I was maybe sleeping like 45-minute clips here and there. It was totally insane. Um, just cause I was breastfeeding. She was feeding every hour and a half from the time she started feeding to the time she started feeding again. So you would have like literally 45 minutes in between when one feed ends and then you start the next one. Um, and plus like in the beginning, I was just like nervous to let her sleep without watching to make sure she's breathing. Like, you know, it's, it, it, it's a thing, but anyway, um, and when I would take the placenta encapsulations, I really would feel pretty good energy through the day for not every day. Okay. Like there's definitely days I napped and I was like, holy shit, what is happening? But for the lack of sleep that I was experiencing, my energy wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I know this had to do with it because I would take it again in the morning and in the afternoon. It would really help carry me through. So again, even if it's placebo, I don't care. Like it helped me. So I'm all about it. Okay. So those are the potential um, benefits. And I 100% experienced all of that. Now, 
I was looking on um, one of the studies on NCBI, which is a like reputable research you know site. The potential cons that they said were that there could be potential pathogenic bacteria associated with it, like with transmission of infections from mom to child. So if you had an infection or something like that, it could have stored in your placenta and then you could be consuming that. And the other con was um, questionable accumulation of drugs like anesthetics, antibiotics from a C-section. So if you were having a C-section, you had any anesthetics, any antibiotics, things like that, um, you could have maybe you know that accumulation in the placenta that you could then be consuming. So just something to think about with depending on how your birth goes. Um, obviously, talk to your doctor, your you know uh, doula, your midwife, whatever you know you have to support you um, in this. But I personally absolutely would recommend it. I will 100% do this again. Um, you know, if, and when we have another child, I just, it was worth every single penny. And I know that it just makes sense. Like it makes sense. It's where it's where it's an organ that's producing hormones, your entire pregnancy. It's filled with blood. Like, of course it's going to support you. Like it just, I know that it does. I know it's not just placebo. I know it's not just placebo. Obviously I'm not saying that like, Oh, Corinne said it's 100% research-based. Like again, the research isn't fully, fully there, but it just makes sense if you think about it. So anyway, that is my deal. Placenta encapsulation. These words are really hard to say. I did it. I recommend it. Um, I hope that if you do it, you feel the same benefits. Of course, always consult with your doctor, with anybody that you are working with, with anything when it comes to pregnancy. But I hope this is helpful for you. Um, and I'm excited for you to do this if you do it. Because, I mean, anything to help support the postpartum period let's do it because that shit can be so wild, but it's really like, it's just such a beautiful journey. And it's such a life changing journey that you learn so much and you learn so much about yourself. And like, I love sharing about it. So let me know how this landed with you. If you know anybody who is currently pregnant, who's curious about this, please share this with them. Um, I am so obsessed with community. I thank you for sharing episodes, for tagging me, for messaging me. Like you're the reason the show is growing, that this information is getting out to more and more people and that we are just continuing this podcast, you know, experience together. And I love it so freaking much. You are the best. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me. So I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.